Hello, everyone. This is Luke John Louis, the host of the Deep Voice Man Show. Thank you for joining us today. We have a, a treat in store for you guys. Uh, our guest is Ron Stickler, and I am honored to have Ron here as a guest. Uh, our chat today uh, with Ron uh, is, is just a, a dream come true for me. He is the owner of Prosperity Personality Recognition. And Ron, uh, just so you know, lost most of his voice a few years ago due to a delayed result of his heart failure episode in 1995. His voice was initially affected slightly, but uh, he was still able to teach his training for many years. And uh, his voice suddenly declined to the point uh, where it is today. And uh, this interview is made possible thanks to his device called an AAC, uh, which he pre-programmed to speak uh, for him today. So technology is a wonderful thing. And, and Ron has been involved in the sales field for over 50 years. He is now 73 years old and is the winner of over a dozen various sales awards. The subject of today's chat will be a very unique type of sales training. Uh, this exact training is probably unknown to every single listener, and Ron is the only person teaching and offering the information uh, we will be talking about today. So make yourself comfortable. Get ready to change your sales career, your life, and how you see everyone forever. <laughs> so uh, before we uh, discuss your expertise, Ron, um, what do you feel is the most important characteristic of a great salesperson? If you were to ask that question to most people, they would probably say the best salespeople are great talkers. Actually, the exact opposite is true. They are great listeners. The best salespeople ask smart, open-ended questions, shut up, and listen. This encourages the prospect to talk versus a closed-ended question where the person can answer with a simple yes or no. You want the client to explain their specific wants and needs. If the salesperson asks smart questions and listens closely, the customer will tell you how to sell them. It helps every salesperson to remember. You have two ears and one mouth. You should always use them in that proportion. Prosperity personality recognition involves thinking like a great detective. Listen and notice everything about the customer. That is the first step in the best use of personality recognition. It is very important to understand too many sales trainings offer information that result in a one-size-fits-all attitude. By definition, a specific sales presentation will only appeal to half of the four personality styles. For example, two of the styles care about making money while the other two styles care most about saving money. Two of the styles are very detail-oriented, while the other two don't care at all about the details. Also, two of the styles are people-people and can be very caring about others, while the other two are the opposite. When you really understand personality recognition, you will know how your prospective client thinks, what they like or don't like, 
and most of all, you will know their top buying motives for your product or service. If you are looking for something new, exciting, and groundbreaking in the field of sales, this ain't it. Salespeople have been making many, many millions of dollars using this same basic information for well over 35 years, but at least 99% of the people that would benefit most from this knowledge have never even heard of it. Wow. That, you know, it's amazing. Uh, and uh, I can attest to that. I, I read your book. And uh, it was an amazing book. It talked about the different personality styles. There's four of them. And I believe uh, most people are perhaps a combination of, of two or more. And I guess you'll, you'll go into that later. But uh, it's interesting. You talked about sales. And it's more important to listen than to talk. And so many salespeople have it backwards. So many salespeople are very pushy and talk often. And it's like you have to be a doctor. You have to you know, figure out what, where the pain is, where the symptoms are before you can uh, fill out a prescription. And so uh, here's the thing. Now, I believe the system's great, but if it's really as great as you say, why have so few people ever heard of it? There are a few very good reasons. The first reason is the company that originally offered the training is no longer around. I haven't heard of the company since the mid-'80s. One of the main reasons any company survives is based upon supply and demand, and great sales training will always be in high demand, so that makes no sense at all. The second reason. One of the most trusted ways you learn about the value of a product or service is by word of mouth. By definition, any great salesperson is very competitive, and as soon as they realize they now have a huge edge over their competition. They do not want to lose that edge, so they tell no one about it. The third reason. As you mentioned earlier, as unbelievable as it sounds, I'm the only, and I do mean only, person offering this information any longer, and I don't run any big advertising campaigns. Wow. Uh, it's interesting, and you would think that it would be more well-known, but based on the reasons you gave me, I, I can understand perhaps why it's not as well-known. Obviously, so many salespeople, they want to hold on to that edge. <clears throat> if you have a secret weapon that's working, you don't tell everyone about it, and I, I totally get that and understand that. And uh, obviously, this is something I think more people should know about, and you know, this allows you oftentimes to, to almost read a person's mind. Not not literally, but you, you, you know, to figure out how to sell them and find out what their buying motives are. And it goes beyond sales because when you understand this, you understand human nature. It, it puts everything in perspective, why people do the things they do, why do people do things that are different from the way you do it. It's because obviously they come from a – they have a possess a different personality type than you do. So it really explains people to a T. And uh, so, um, it, you know, the whole thing to me is just – so uh, fascinating and whatnot. Now, um, can you go ahead and just give us a little bit of uh, your history in, in the sales field? I graduated from college in the early part of 1970. I was due to graduate in 69, but I was almost killed in a motorcycle accident that spring, so that delayed my graduation a little bit. 
I've cheated death at least five times. Each time has been completely different from the others. That was number four. When people hear about me coming so close to death so many times, they often say, you must have been saved for some very good reason. I like to think, if that's true, it's probably so I could provide people with the opportunity to learn personality recognition before I'm no longer around. I've been involved in various types of sales jobs for over 50 years, ever since I graduated from college. I studied business in college, but I never even heard of this information that changed my sales career and life until 14 years later. Wow. That's amazing. And it's interesting to me that when it comes to sales, sales is so important because sales is so integral to success. Even for people who don't work in sales, we're all trying to sell something to someone, whether you're a job hunter looking for a job or you know a man looking for a wife and vice versa. And you would think this information should be taught to people at a young age, uh, in college, in high school, in grade school. This is something I, I think is mandatory information for all human beings. And so if, if people understood this, I think the whole society and the world would get along a lot better because we can understand human beings more and there would be more peace, more uh, easy coexistence and whatnot. And um, I'm curious, how did you uh, learn this information? It was pure luck. I was in the right place at the right time to start the job where I was taught this information. In the spring of 1984, I moved my family to a small town in southwest Colorado, Pagosa Springs, because the company that sold the resort property also hired me to sell their timeshares. Please understand me when I say this was a long time ago, back in the 80s, when they were a great way to vacation. Nowadays, I would recommend you stay very far away from that type of product. The company sent a dozen of us, all new salespeople, to their training facility out of state to learn about the product we would be selling. It was at least a four-day trip, so the company had invested a lot of money. I'm sure we all returned to the office, all pumped up and ready to set the world on fire due to our new and extensive product knowledge. Unfortunately, that wasn't what happened. At the end of about two weeks, my closing rate was near zero. Since we were assigned clients as they walked in the door, I honestly felt that my poor sales performance was due to a very bad luck of the draw because I had done great at my previous commission sales job. Wow. Interesting. So you had a rough start uh, there. there. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, what, what happened next? That is when luck changed everything. Probably just before they ended my employment, they hired an outside trainer to teach us a special sales class. It was all about selling it based upon the client's personality. After that class, it was like a light went on. I started to really understand why my sales had recently been so poor, even though I had performed so well at every other sales job during the past 14 years. But that is another story. 
Interesting. So you began to learn uh, more about uh, this philosophy of prosperity, personality recognition, and how effective and and uh, and, uh, and you know successful it is as a sales philosophy and strategy. I'm curious um, now, how accurate are you um, able to decipher uh, a style in, in an individual? After applying the personality training they provided, I became one of their top salespeople over the next eight years. But I can't sell something I don't believe in. And in 1992, the company changed the type of product they offered. So I quit and became a realtor. I was one of the top realtors in the town until my heart failure, which ended my normal sales career in December 1996. Rather than explaining my heart failure to people, I just refer to it as a brain injury. Due to that happening, my voice was affected slightly, but the major problem of continuing my sales career as a realtor was mainly due to the resulting memory loss. It affected both my short and long-term memory. I am the perfect example of the same. Those that can do, and those that can't, Teach. In 1997, I decided to start teaching the information that had directly led to my sales success throughout the prior 12 years. I'm sure people wonder if my memory can be so bad, which it is. How could I teach this information and even write a book on the subject? Fortunately, that is one of the few parts of my memory that was not affected at all. For me, it is as natural as breathing, probably because I thought of and applied personality recognition constantly over the 12 years prior to my heart failure episode. I ended up teaching my class for almost 20 years, but my voice started to decline for some unknown reason. It finally declined so much, I had planned to use this AAC device to continue teaching my class. I even spent a long time programming it, but I finally decided to quit teaching and simply tell people about the book I'd recently finished. I knew I would feel guilty charging people, even the super low $200 investment for my full class, when the book had the class's most important information and was only $10. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing you know, your story and intimate details of your life here with us. And I'm so thankful again to have you as a guest. And, um, you know, it's interesting how you moved away from that one role uh, because you didn't agree with what they were selling to do something else, which is great. You know, you can work in sales and still have that integrity and that moral compass, which is wonderful. I'm curious. Now, there are uh, a few very big well-known names that offer uh, personality-based trainings, correct? Yes, almost every one of those systems have four basic styles. They are all somewhat similar, with different titles for the various styles. Some even use names of animals, or colors, even bodily characteristics. The Myers-Briggs system even has four different possibilities of each of their four basic styles. That's 16 different styles. This training only uses four different styles, 
like most personality trainings. The titles given the four styles are the driver, the persuader, the craftsman, and the analytical. This next incident is one of my favorite analogies for explaining the differences in the four personality styles. I call it the manure story. The story is about four people who separately enter a room and see a big pile of manure. The first person that enters the room has a driver personality style. They say, this is totally unacceptable, and it stinks. They tell their secretary to get it cleaned up immediately. Drivers always have a secretary to handle all of the detail work. Next, an analytical enters the room and sees the manure. But they say the exact opposite. They say, nobody touch this. It could be dangerous. We should send a sample to the lab and get it analyzed. If the results show it's safe to proceed, you'll get it cleaned up. The next person to enter the room is a craftsman. They express their happiness immediately. They recommend everyone join together and put the manure in a wheelbarrow and spread it on the flowers in the company garden. Last but not least, we see the persuader skipping into the room. They immediately spot the manure and exclaim, this is great. There must be a pony around here somewhere. Please understand, I'm not trying to say your product or service stinks. The moral of the story, as I'm sure you guessed, is different people, both your potential and current clients, may view the item you are selling totally differently, and therefore be interested or not interested for totally different reasons. Unless your prospective clients are always exactly the same personality style, you probably are immediately reducing or completely eliminating your chances of making a sale as much as 50%. And the chances of having every single client being the same style is extremely unlikely. This also is a huge benefit because you will know the best ways to market your product and target your ideal client, which saves you a lot of time and money. And, as amazing as it sounds, I have never even seen the major benefit of this entire training mentioned in any other personality-based training system. That would be each style's dominant buying motives. This information provides you with the reasons each style buys or does anything. And knowing that information combined with your additional new knowledge of personality recognition should result in a very dramatic increase in your closing percentages forever. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, did you, you think this information would be available to everyone. You know, um, surprised that it's not. Um, now, obviously, uh, an additional benefit for an owner or manager understanding is, is obviously uh, it can help protect themselves and, and whatnot. So um, is it possible that you can, uh, you can go into this uh, 
you know, I, and uh, because this is knowledge anyone could use beyond sales to to make sure that they're not being, you know, this is a huge benefit for an owner or a manager. When you understand personality recognition, you can avoid falling prey to the Peter Principle. Unfortunately, this happens a great deal in any company, large or small, and it usually costs a company a great deal of time and money. If you are not already familiar with the Peter Principle, the basic premise involves promoting a person until they reach what is called their level of incompetence. Unfortunately, this occurs quite often when the person being promoted has a craftsman personality style. This usually happens for all, or part of, three reasons. The first reason. The craftsman is usually a person who has been with the company for a very long time, and management often feels this person deserves a promotion. The second reason. Due to their love of detail, they usually are very familiar with the product or service the company offers, and the owner feels they would be an ideal candidate for a manager position. The third reason they are often chosen for a promotion, the craftsman is usually very well liked by their fellow workers. They are great team players, and management feels they would make a very successful leader. But the craftsman soon realizes the amount of decision-making that goes along with the new managerial position, and that usually causes them a tremendous amount of stress, and that is not good for them or the company. The result is always bad, both in time and money. This training covers so many different characteristics and thought patterns of each style. It's amazing it can be so accurate. Wow. That's amazing. And before I read your material, uh, I wasn't too familiar with this Peter principle. Uh, but if more managers understood it, they could make, the, obviously, the correct promotions based on um, the best fit for an employee in which role they think they would uh, best work at. So, you know, obviously certain personalities are geared better towards certain professions. I truly believe that. And so, you know, I, I, I talk with you a lot on LinkedIn. We chat back and forth. And you answer so many of my questions uh, when it comes to personality recognition. And it is true that this is something that is, it's just so amazing how accurate it is. You know, you look back in your life and you realize why people treated you the way they did. And it, it's just incredible. Now, is it possible, uh, uh, can you tell, uh, of course I can tell from the title of the training, it involves personalities, but it, it, you know, it is about the personality of, of not only the client, but also the, the style of the, the salesperson as well, I would imagine. Um, th that's critical as well. The main focus of the training is the client, but it is very important the salesperson realizes their own personality style for two reasons. One, they need to be honest with themselves so they know their own strengths and weaknesses. And two, if necessary, they should know how they need to adapt and relate to other styles so they can have an instant rapport with their client. All of this should result in a much higher closing rate. Hmm. 
Interesting. So it's so important that salespeople know their style uh, before they even go into selling to a client and whatnot. And I think that's very critical. Self-knowledge, as we know uh, from all the philosophers of ages past, they, they say is so critical to quality of life. You need to know yourself. And uh, so uh, that's something that I think everyone should do, not just people in sales, uh, but this can help you in life in terms of what the best decisions to make when it comes to career options and who to marry and whatnot, just, just everything. So I, I'm curious now, how does this training differ uh, from the other personality-based trainings? How, how is it different? It differs in many very important ways. First of all, it is much simpler and easier to understand and therefore much easier to apply to your sales process, usually very quickly. I've had many people tell me how they use the info to make a sale the very next day. I'm sure they were very surprised at the quick results, but I wasn't. I've even had award winners continue to increase their closing percentages, an average of 20%, and as much as 60% after applying this information. Personally, my percentage of increase was off the charts. When I taught this info for almost 20 years, I had quite a few salespeople tell me they had taken many well-known personality-based sales training classes, and this training was like no other training before. I remember a client I had many years ago. His name was Harley. He told me after the class it was the best sales training he ever took. He was 71. He had been in the sales field 46 years. The main reason a salesperson should use personality recognition is people are much more likely to buy and listen to ideas and suggestions from people they like. And who do we tend to like most? The people we feel are a lot like ourselves. Therefore, as a salesperson, the more your prospective client feels you are very similar to them in many ways, the higher your chance of them becoming a buyer. When you understand personality recognition, you not only will know how to adapt to their personality style, if needed, but you will also know their dominant buying motives for your specific product or service. Also, no other sales training teaches you how to recognize the personality style in so many ways. That is the first major step in using the info at all. Wow. That, that's amazing. And the training obviously uh, has its advantages over other types of training where you can it helps the person better figure out what camp an individual is in. And I think that's very critical, obviously. Uh, and so uh, it helps you understand person, personality recognition at a, at a much more heightened level, in my opinion, compared to other uh, courses and whatnot. Well, what are the, some of the ways uh, to recognize someone's style? Visually, a few examples are by their clothes, their physical appearance in at least half a dozen ways the type and color of the vehicle they are driving, whether that may be for work or pleasure, and many, many more ways. Non-visual clues include knowing their occupation 
a description of their general demeanor, their habits, their hobbies, or their favorite activities. These are just a few examples. You could even extrapolate the basic PPR info to apply to emails, memos, any written communication, and often know the writer's style immediately. You can predict, very accurately, the style of a person by simply knowing the location of the person. For example, you'll find any Walmart or Home Depot full of craftsmen. You will find persuaders shopping at high-end clothing stores. You can easily know that fact before you even walk into the store because you will know which personality style shop there and why. You will know why you'll find a craftsman as the number one member on Facebook and persuaders are the main members on LinkedIn. If you utilize those social networks in your marketing, you can target them much more efficiently. Wow. It's so amazing how you can be a detective and so easily figure someone out. Uh, and, you know, this is the first uh, personality, uh, I think, uh, book or strategy philosophy I've ever come across that that just nails it down like that. And I, I can you do you cover all of the various ways to recognize a style in your book? By the way, I mentioned quite a few ways to recognize a style, but a complete list would result in a huge book all by itself. Also, one of the most ongoing fun things about personality recognition is figuring out why a particular characteristic would apply to certain styles. That results in the extrapolation of the basic info and having the ability to apply it to an unlimited amount of characteristics and actions. First of all, it helps to understand any single characteristic will always apply to two styles. For example, a leader's main personality style could be either a driver or a persuader, or a person who does not show their emotions could be either a driver or an analytical. But the more you know, the quicker it can narrow down your choices to only one style. For example, the description of a leader who is a real people person. That description would only apply to a persuader. Really? Interesting. Uh, can, can you give me an example of that? Let's say you notice a person wearing a very colorful shirt. That fact alone immediately narrows down your choices from the four personality styles to only two styles. Those would be the persuader or the craftsman. And if the shirt appears to be your more basic, average-priced piece of clothing, that narrows it down even further to only one style, the craftsman. You have just recognized their style in about one second, simply due to the initial observation. And you probably know at least a dozen more things about that person. You will immediately know if that person would probably be a great candidate for the product or service you are offering. Most of all, you will know their main buying motives, so you will know exactly how to continue and make the sale. Wow. That's amazing. And I'm curious now how, uh, not, you, obviously you said before you can do this as well as you can, you can breathe and, 
it, it's something that you never you held on to, you can never forget, which is awesome. How accurate are you able to be in deciphering a style? You know, like once you truly understand a personality, like what is your batting average, so to speak? Once you really understand personality recognition, you can be extremely accurate in your assessments. Of course, that does not mean you will make every sale, but as I indicated earlier, I've had award-winning salespeople continue to increase their closing rates an average of 20% and some as much as 60%. And I personally realized an increase of a few thousand percent for the next 12 years. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, you know, a couple thousand percent. And I could see why people who, who know it don't want to share it with others. <laughs> so um, how can how can you use personality recognition uh, when giving a presentation to a room full of people? Uh, I'm just curious about that. Again, Extrapolate your basic personality recognition information to help answer the question. First of all, by definition, any group of people consists of mainly persuaders and or craftsmen because they are both social people people. In other words, any large group of people is made up of mainly or totally only one style and at the maximum two, not four styles. If the group consists of mainly managers or CEOs, you know there may be a mixture of drivers and persuaders, mostly persuaders. Of course, it also depends upon the subject of the meeting. Think about who would be most interested in attending the meeting. For example, if I'm giving a presentation to a group of realtors, I know the group will consist mainly of persuaders and craftsmen the people people. There will probably be a few drivers, but not enough to make a difference in the planning of the presentation. The more successful realtors will always be persuaders, the style which does well with commission-based jobs. Wow. You can also predict very accurately which styles will be found shopping in a particular store. For example, I already know every Walmart dollar store or Home Depot is full of craftsmen. The craftsmen will shop at Walmart or the dollar store due to the lower prices they can expect. They will shop at Home Depot because the craftsman is a big villager seller, or they are contractors themselves. Wow. Persuaders can be found shopping at any high-end clothing store or car dealership. And you will never find a full-blooded craftsman driving a Porsche or Lexus. It all relates to the craftsman's dominant buying motive regarding saving money. Hmm. The craftsmen, are, they're kind of like cheap scholars. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense, yeah, definitely. You know, now that I think back on on all the all the the things I've seen humans do, <laughs> you 
You know, it's just crazy. This philosophy, how 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 it explains uh, human nature so well, almost to a T. Yeah, so it, it, uh, I'm curious now, when it comes to sales, you, you mentioned before certain personalities are better geared towards sales, and you, you had said that certain personalities are better geared towards commission-type uh, jobs and whatnot. Um, I, I'd love for you to expound on that. I want to make something very clear. I cannot turn apples into oranges, but if a person has the right personality for a commission salesperson, I can take a grape seed and turn it into a fine wine. It is very, very important that you're totally honest with yourself regarding your strengths and weaknesses. Do not take a commission job if your personality style does much better on a fixed salary position. It's not worth the tremendous stress you will undoubtedly cause yourself. Making a lot of money has never been my number one priority, but especially over the last 20-plus years. Due to the income results I realized after applying this information in my sales career, I always wanted anyone that was interested in learning this info to be able to easily afford my class. When I initially started teaching my sales class, I only charged $100 for the class. I even allowed people to make $50 monthly payments, if necessary. By the way, I ended up charging only $200 20 years later, even though I knew the value of the training was worth thousands of dollars to a good commission salesperson. I always knew the immense power and potential of this information. Due to the tremendous success I personally realized, my book contains the best info I ever learned in my entire sales career, and the most important info, which I later taught in my class, for almost 20 years. I have received over 100 written testimonials from my clients. Here are just three of those. I remember an incident when I first started offering my class many years ago. I went to my mailbox and had received a payment check from a young guy I had trained a few weeks before. We set up a payment schedule of $50 a month over the next two months. The check was for the full $100. I did not want to cash the check because I thought he evidently had forgotten the payments we had set up. I called and reminded him of our agreement. He immediately said, cash the check. It's okay, this stuff works. A few weeks after he took my class, Victor called to tell me about his recent sales success. He qualified people before he ever spoke to them so his closing rate had always been high. But he had recently gone from a 50% closing rate to an 80% closing rate. That 30% higher closing rate represented an overall closing increase of 60%. I had a client, Keith, who told me about a person he had not sold the week before he took my class. During the class, he realized the mistake he had made in his sales presentation to that type of personality style. 
he returned to the prospective client's farm, spoke to the owner, and made the sale. It resulted in a $14,000 sale of custom windows throughout the house. Wow. <laughs> those, those are amazing testimonials. Thank you for sharing them. And it's interesting how people can get results uh, so quickly based on these, uh, this superb sales tra- strategy and how that guy was able to pay you in advance uh, based on the, the results he got, which is, I, I know for as a, as a teacher, when you teach people and they get results and they learn, it's so, it gives you a sense of fulfillment that's hard to, to explain in words. So uh, I, 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 can, I, I feel that, you know, that, uh, you know, obviously what you're doing is a calling. You, you mentioned before that you had, um, uh, escaped death many times for a reason and uh, I believe that this was the reason this is your true calling you know Mark Twain says you have two birthdays the day you were born the day you figure out why and you know both your birthdays and so I think you definitely have made the world a better place uh, with your book with this philosophy and you know what you learned you're passing it down to others and whatnot and passing that obviously that torch so to speak yeah It's very important to understand. This book is unlike most books. A person does not casually read this book for entertainment, although people always find the info very interesting. You read it to significantly improve your sales or management abilities. You will discover how the information can also help quite a lot with any relationships, but that is usually not the main reason people read the book. Unfortunately, people always equate the value of something price. They feel the higher the price, the better the product or service. That is often correct, but definitely not in this case. I have had many clients pay hundreds, even thousands of dollars for various sales training programs, and those same people told me, they felt this information was the best sales training information they ever received. So, don't be swayed by one of the smallest dollar investments you'll ever make. It will probably result in the highest return on investment you will ever experience. <laughs> wow. And, uh, you know, sometimes great things come with small prices, and so uh, people need to understand that. And, you know, with the material in this book, you know, I feel that if I if I had paid $1,000 for it, I would have felt it was money well spent. So uh, people shouldn't be hung up on price. Uh, I totally agree with you there. And uh, so where can someone find uh, your magnificent book? The main title of the book is Reach and Exceed Your Sales Goals. The subtitle is Using Prosperity Personality Recognition. It's available in four different forms, two print versions and two audio versions. Amazon has the paperback and the Kindle version, as well as the audio book as a download. Personally, I also have the audio book in the CD format. Just contact me through my contact information on LinkedIn if you would like that CD. If you usually prefer audio books, I highly recommend purchasing the paperback version also, so you can pause the audio 
as you make notes or highlight parts of the book. Plus, it is a proven fact. If you listen to the audio book while you read the print version, it really increases your focus on the material, which especially in this case, is very important. When I initially started teaching my sales classes, I gave everyone a highlighter so they could highlight various words and phrases in their class book. That was a big mistake on my part. The book is filled with great information, and people were highlighting so many things, it slowed down the class far too much. So, I do highly recommend getting, at least, the paperback version, so you are able to make notes and highlight your favorite parts. 99% of the time, when someone reads a book, that is the only connection they will ever have with the author and the extent of learning the information in that book. I represent the other 1%. When the reader finishes the book, I strongly encourage them to reach me via one of the contact methods available on my LinkedIn profile, and I'll explain all of the very valuable extras I mentioned before. All of those are at no additional charge, of course. Luke, this was definitely a first for me in my AAC and one I will remember for a long time. Thanks very much for the opportunity to reach your listeners. I hope they enjoy learning personality recognition as much as I did. And I hope it adds to their sales career and life as much as it has mine for over 35 years. Wow. Well, I can I can tell you this, that I want to thank you. It's an honor to have you here as a guest on the show. And, um, you know, I'm very thankful that you were able to come on. And I'm sure you can do other podcast interviews as well. And I believe you should get the word out on this great, um, excellent uh, sales strategy and philosophy. Just so you know, your contact info uh, will be available in the episode description area so people will see it and read it there. So people can uh, click on that or copy and paste that LinkedIn link and they can immediately reach out to you uh, to connect with you, to speak with you. And, and Ron is such a very generous, compassionate man. You know, he spends, a, you know, he spent, he has spent lengthy periods of time answering all my questions about prosperity, personality recognition. And so, uh, you know, he, he is someone as a reader you can actually reach out to and connect with. He's very accessible. He, he definitely represents that 1% of the time when, it, when a reader can reach out to the author. It, it's just, it's so, it, you know, it's rare for me to read a book and then be able to have lengthy conversations with an author. It almost never happens. I think this is the first and only time that's ever happened for me. So, you know, Ron, uh, you are uh, a magnificent and amazing soul, and you definitely were put on this earth for a reason, for you to escape death so many times. And, uh, you know, there, there was a reason for it. And so, again, you know, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I want to thank the audience for listening. Um, I'm definitely going to see you guys. Uh, in the uh, next episode, please uh, reach out to Ron. Read his book. It's a short, fast read on Amazon. I believe it's also available on Kindle Unlimited. So if you subscribe to that, you can you can perhaps read it uh, there and whatnot. And you can reach out to Ron to get the CD and, and whatnot. Definitely check out this book. Even if you don't work in sales, you want to know the information in this book. It's going to help you to understand 
uh, you know, people and go through life much easier. And you can just uh, understand human nature, the quirks of human beings. And, and it's so fun, too, to decipher people and put them in, in which category they're in. And uh, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a joy to it. And it's something you should do uh, as, as easily as you breathe over time. And, and if you do that, that will help you to protect you in life, to know uh, who you're dealing with, what you're dealing with in any type of situation with another human being. So definitely go out and read that book. Reach out to Ron to have Ron answer any questions. You have. Uh, Ron, I, I, you know, I consider you a role model. You're very inspiring to me and whatnot, and, you know, obviously uh, you, you mentioned you had gone through some health elements, but you're here. I think being a podcast guest is something you should look more into doing, and uh, I'm going to introduce you to other podcasters as well, and they, I'm sure they would love to have you on their show. And so this has been a joy uh, to me. So thank you so much, Ron, for coming on the show and, and being a guest. I'd love to have you come back on perhaps at a later time. Love to hear hear you talk on other uh, podcasts as well. So we're going to make sure that happens. So again, thank you so much, Ron, for being a guest. And I want to thank the audience for listening. I'm going to see you guys again in the next episode. Everyone, have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Hey guys, before you go, just real quick, um, if you can just do me a favor. If you can head over uh, to the uh, Apple Podcast app, and if you're not there already, and if you can leave me a five-star review, that would be great. Um, if you love the show, if you can just go ahead and do that, and that will help uh, to spread the word about the show, and other people can enjoy the show as much as you do. And so if you can do that, that would mean the world to me. And also, if you want to email me, uh, with any feedback or any praise or support, um, please feel free to go ahead and do that. And you can also email me to request to be put on our email list. Uh, so uh, we can uh, send you out emails uh, when new episodes come out. So uh, thank you very much for being a fan of the show. Thank you for listening to the show and supporting the show. So if you can do that, go out and give us a, a five-star review on the Apple Podcast. Uh, app uh, that would be great and if you can email us so we can put you on the email list and email us with feedback and praise that would be amazing uh, thank you so much and I'll see you guys in the next episode take care bye bye